You're listening to the Moon Griffon Show podcast on KPL965.com. News Talk 96.5 KPL, Bro Bridge, Lafayette. Broadcasting from the Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management Studios online at MatthewJames.com. No deal until there's no more war. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's Hamas's message today as Israel keeps targeting militants in Gaza. Hamas saying that no hostages will be released until the war is officially over. There have been talks in Egypt to broker another ceasefire as the UN Security Council keeps working on a resolution to call for the end of fighting to get more aid into Palestinian civilians. But Fox's Trey Inkst also reports from Tel Aviv. Another barrage of Hamas rockets were fired and shot down over the city. More than 300,000 people here heading to bomb shelters. 76 days into this conflict, the factions still have maintained their ability to fire these salvos toward major population centers. Iran-backed militants took aim at the U.S. again in the Middle East, but a rocket fired at a base in Iraq missed. The 102nd time American forces have been targeted since the war in Gaza started. The U.S. has restarted military communications with another adversary. Joint Chiefs of Staff Chairman General C.Q. Brown spoke with his Chinese counterpart by video conference this morning, the first time the two have spoken since Brown was confirmed. It's also the first direct level of communication between military chiefs since July of last year. The two military leaders discussed a number of global and regional security issues and the importance of working together to manage competition and avoid miscalculations. Fox's Jared Halbern, a court ruling is looming in the coming days in Maine on an attempt there to kick a former President Trump off the primary ballot. And California may consider that too after the Colorado Supreme Court ruled the former president led an insurrection January 6th disqualifying him under a provision of the Constitution. His campaign calls that undemocratic, vowing to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. But in Iowa, the first Republican contest state, Fox's Peter Ducey reports the former president maintains a big lead. Donald Trump now has triple the support, nearly triple the support of Ron DeSantis. He's got more than a majority, 52%. DeSantis has 18. Nikki Haley's right behind in the Fox Business Poll. America's listening to Fox News. Everybody needs an edge. The other guy is working on his edge right now, whether you have one or not. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low historically, and individual T levels in men decline 1% every year with age. There's a new champion of natural testosterone boosters, and it's called Chalk, C-H-O-Q. 100% natural herbal extracts with game-changing effects on your energy, mood, and focus. Chalk Daily's main ingredient has been clinically studied to boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. Supercharge your masculinity with higher T and a massive boost of energy by taking Chalk's Male Vitality Stack every day. Take the 90-Day Chalk Challenge and reap the benefits of the reigning champion of natural men's health with Chalk's Male Vitality Stack. For a very limited time only, Chalk, C-H-O-Q, is giving our listeners a 30% discount with promo code USA. That's choq.com code USA for 30%. Dino's Pizza Like No Other, family-owned and operated restaurant in the Acadiana area serving the highest quality pizza on their signature crispy cracker-like crust. Make Dino's Pizza a part of your family traditions. Two locations, Bertrand and Kali Saloon. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media.
welcome back, Moongrafon Show, as we rocking and rolling, jumping from uh, the media, the craziness of these professors worried about the election of two months ago and how many people went to vote. Just stupidity. And then we we talked Cattlemen's Association. Now we're going to jump gears. All right, 844-766-6607, Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. Go to MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com, John Blanchard in the group. Do a really wonderful job. Well, we happen to ha- honor to have John back on. Well, John, how you doing, bud? Good morning, Moon. How you doing? Man, I am doing good. All right. You know, you get to the end of the year like this, and this is what I had to do. You had a good year, a lot of political years, money and stuff like that. And so what I had to do was stop and go, okay, what's going to be my tax bracket? You're going to go up in your tax bracket. And I'm self-employed, which if, if you happen to go up in the tax bracket, and then you got self-employment on top of that. You better watch your tax bill. I got in, I didn't say I got in trouble, but years ago I looked up and I said, you've got to be joking. I had paid in a little more than I paid in the year before, but the year jumped on me and it did all that that one year. That's why I'm throwing this at you. And so I called my uh, uh, financial plan. I also called my CPA. He said, look, give me the numbers on what you've done for the year. We're going to go ahead and take a look at this thing because there's some things I can do that will help me not pay taxes on some of this. Now, when I say that is, it's just because you got to put money back and put it in an account and all that. So this is the time of year that people need to really start looking at it because you just, you, you barrel it into the end of the year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, there's a lot of people out there in different situations where you might be that self-employed individual. You might be a, a, a physician. You might be a, a consultant. Good-looking talk show. You, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. A good-looking talk show. Host. You know what he said? He just was a talk show. Leave the good-looking part out. Go ahead. No, but the, yeah. that's a great question. Taxes and business owners and small business and big business. Yeah. You got to start making some adjustments now. You can't wait till you know, next year. Right, right. Look, I mean, we still have a couple weeks left of the year where you can do some things to help you out. You know, people that are truly self-employed, they are the only person you know, we have to look at how they're filing. They might be filing as a sole, you know, a well, you're self-employed looking at, you're person. You're looking at one, by the way. Yeah, and then the thing is, but what if you have, you know, uh, employees, we, we other expenses? So we have to look at the big picture of what is your situation, what is your goals, and then we have an assortment of questions that we ask. We have about 30 strategies that we look at trying to implement for uh, business owners. Whether you work by yourself or you employ five or 100 people, it doesn't matter. Because we got to look at this, Moon. The tax code is not written for the individual employee. The tax code is written for the business owner because they get to create a business, they take the risk, and they get the benefit as they grow to hire more people, to get more people out in the workforce. So we have to look at what advantages do you have with uh, deductions, with real estate, a lot of different things to reduce your tax liability. And we have a couple that came in, they have over half a million dollars tax liability. We're in, in some simple uh, things to implement, we're able to save them about two hundred fifty grand a year minimum in taxes, where they were having to stroke a check of about five hundred eighty thousand dollars. So think about trying to get that kind of a reduction. What's so that? What's that was my problem? Well, by look, the, way. It, it, the thing is, <laughs> but it's, it's, it is it is on a smaller scale, a lot smaller. Scale. Well, it's, it's 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 just a relative. The more it's just from a percentage standpoint. So we got to look at it. If you know, if you think you feel that feel that you're paying a lot, you're you know cutting the check for fifty grand, twenty five grand, a hundred grand. Some six-figure number, maybe a seven-figure number. Give us a call. You might, you know, might be feeling that. Hey, look, I, I think I've outgrown my CPA. Yeah. I might might have outgrown my accounting firm, 
look, you, we can have a conversation with you, go over what, what's going on, get, uh, go through an assessment, and then if you want to implement, we can go through an implementation yeah. process. But ideally, we just have to look at all the different things that you could be taking advantage of because what we often hear from people is that – and what it sounds like is that the person that they're dealing with is really just a historian. Hey, give me your numbers. Okay, I'm going to just tell you how much you owe. Not like, hey, look, let's get creative. Let's look at all the opportunities through tr- through, uh, through true tax planning so, to benefit them. So what you're doing as a tax planner, you're not just a tax planner. You are a planner of somebody's money and investing and trying to get to go. So when somebody goes and sits down with you, it's the overall picture. It's where you want to be, how much money you want to save, when you want to retire. Taxes affect that, John. Absolutely. That's what you're saying. Taxes Absolutely. affect that. The focus is to build wealth and reduce taxation. You know, or you might under be under the law. You're un- not doing exactly. anything illegal, you, right? Under the law. Under the law. So all we have to do is look at all the different opportunities that are out there and how to take advantage of them. All of our time-tested strategies—they've been around for decades, but most people don't even know about them. You know, it's amazing how many people come in our office that you know would listen to my show right here on Cape yeah. on Saturday yeah. mornings, Retirement Rue, and you know they they say, hey, look, I heard this on a show, and then I called my CPA about it, and they're like. I never heard of that. Let me look it up. Man, yeah, that's something that we can do. So the thing is, if you feel that you're a gopher for your tax person, you might have outgrown them, you know? So the same thing goes with a financial advisor, you know, as far as, you know, the way you build wealth and, and, and investment strategies and all these different things out there. There's a lot of tools that people don't get to take advantage of because they, that person that might be dealing with at the firm might be just doing the same old song and dance yeah. when there's a lot of advantage uh, options out there, especially if you're an accredited investor. Yeah, no doubt about it. His name's John Blanchett, Matthew James, Tax Wealth Management, and of course, uh, MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com, 337-366-8366 is the number to get in talk, uh, touch with. Yeah, I wanted people to know, you know, John, you, and you said this before, you're approached by people with a lot of money, you're approached by people with a little money, you're approached by people when they're in their 20s and 30s, you're approached by people in their 70s. Uh but you still want them to come see you because you just you can take almost any situation, almost any, and 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 say, here's what we can do. Yeah. You 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 told me you've been approached by people who said, look, I don't want to retire. I just want to keep working. So what do I do with this money? You would approach that different than a person saying, hey man, I'd like to shut down when I'm 65 or 70 or 60 or whatever it was. Yeah, and the other thing too is look at the people that are trying to shut down. Maybe they, they're ready to get out of business. Okay, so there's some people that maybe didn't invest in a 401k, an IRA, or anything like that. They kept reinvesting their gains back into their business, building their net sure. worth up through their business. But then, you know, we often see so many times where the, the, that family, like let's say uh, that business owner's children, have no interest in taking that business over. Sure. And it, we obviously know the failure rate when you, you change sure, generations. Sure. So there's, you know, that's that component of it. So maybe, you know, okay, you're looking, I want to sell my business. But then you're like, man, the amount of money I got to pay in taxes, Moon, like that's, that's, that's huge. That's a big number. Sometimes it's a seven-figure number. So what we do is we have a specialized tax strategy. It's a 1031 alternative. So think about it. Whenever you're selling real estate, and, and that's not your personal residence, you, maybe you have a rental house. Sure. And it, it's, you have uh, uh, basically depreciated the whole thing. You have no loan. So whatever you sell it for, it's all gains. So, but whenever you sell it, you owe federal taxes sure. on it. But then you avoid that by do a 1031 exchange and you move those assets to another property that you have to buy. Well, what if you're in real estate? You don't want to buy another property. Like, look, I'm done with the headache of real estate. I'm ready just to take my money and cash it in. But, like, I just don't want to pay taxes on it. So then you hold on to it longer just because you don't want to have to write a check to the federal government in the state of Louisiana. Well, we have a a deferred tax strategy that we can can utilize a specialized trust. 
move the proceeds of the sale into this trust. And so where you can, you're not paying the 20% federal long-term capital gains tax, the 3.8 net investment income tax and the four and a quarter state tax. So, I mean, ideally, you know, for someone, let's say if you're selling a business for 2 million bucks, Okay. Well, your total tax bill by the way, by the way, and state that, that, I is like, five hundred grand. I, I like that figure. Anybody want to borrow a moon phone show two million dollars? We can sell it today. Well, what I, I'm it, glad you did. <laughs> what if it's what if it's ten moon? What if it's ten? What if you're selling a business? You, you being greedy. Let's go nine. Hey, well, surprised <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say fifteen. But the thing is, is that you know, you know, there's people that have maybe abundance of real estate and. They're looking at selling it. Like, well, sure, hey, I'm, sure. I'm, I don't want to go try to fix the toilets, or I'm, I'm, maybe the guy that was working for me doing all these things is no longer there. It's, it's hard to find good work hands sometimes, but you're ready to just to take that look at that next chapter in life. So, no matter what it is, if you own an oil and gas business, if you own a medical practice, if you own some kind of uh, service like a, a, a plumbing service, a sure. air conditioning, anything, a weld, any kind of business and you're looking at selling it, but then you're like, you're nauseated on the amount of taxes that you have to pay, give us a call. You know, we help people save hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars of taxes use, utilizing the specialized strategy. So we have a, 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 a tax attorney that we work with that builds these plans out to help save people money on taxes. You know, and, and it's true. And I would think, John, this would be for most people. You work and you started your company in the 20s, 30s, bought a company, whatever, but you built it. You get to the age, and like you said, I have kids to give it to, and you want to sell it. You probably haven't, most people, and I put myself in that group, most people then probably as they were building and going, you know, one day I'm going to sell this. I wonder what the taxes are going to be on. What, you know, so you get to that point, instead of just going sell it and look up and go, I didn't know I was going to pay a million dollars in taxes. If they had someone like you to say, let's do this this way, it can help them tremendously on the amount of tax they pay. And that's what I was telling people about you. You're not just helping plan for retirement because there's so much more to it. Well, there's, there's so much to it. I mean, we have to look at it from a holistic point of view. And you hear that term a lot, but it's like really looking at everything. What about your medical cost in the future? What if you go into a nursing home? What, what about estate taxes? You know, I was talking to one gentleman, and I'm like, whenever Biden took office, the, one of the things he wanted to do his first month was lower the estate tax threshold from where it's currently at today to a million dollars per person. So any of your wealth, anything above $2 million, it, you're looking at a 40% death tax. Wow. So then what if you're selling a business and, and you know, let's say, what we don't know what's going to happen next year for elections, nope. but let's say, okay, the, obviously the, the government is in, in some serious financial pressure. Big time. They're trying to raise some tax revenue. Well, the state tax threshold is something. Well, that's going to create either, you're going to be seeing a lot of life insurance policies being sold to cover the, the tax bill so people don't have to liquidate their stock, real estate, or any other assets to free up cash to basically cut the check to Uncle Sam. The other thing is that we're going to see some uh, serious amount of estate planning being done. So we have to look at what's your situation. You know, what is your net worth? And so when we looked at what Biden was proposing, and I did talk about this on your show a couple years ago, is, you know, if, if you have a household that's worth $100 billion, which, look, good for you if that's the case, but between what Biden had proposed, the long-term capital gains, the um, the, uh, the ordinary income tax, the death tax, all those things. If you're worth $100 million, then your family is only keeping two. The other 98 is going to Uncle Sam and the state that Somebody you Somebody asked in. me to ask you, said, uh, do you find a lot of people, uh, when they get to the end like that, move to uh, a state with no income tax? Yeah, look, and we, we often— I know a lot of older people, they go to Texas to go be with their kids because their kids have for jobs. Yeah, so, I mean, you have Texas, you have Florida, you have Tennessee— South Dakota. I mean, you can have this. There's a mailbox program, basically, 
where you become a resident of that state. But Moon, not just from a tax standpoint, look how much money you're going to save on auto insurance. You do talk about that a lot. You know? Oh, no. When I took a tax and said, we, we, we don't pay as much as some. And you start looking at that, and know people send their kids to private school because the public schools are not good. It's a lot bigger. Hold your thought. I want to come back. John Blanche, you got a few more. I got a question. Social Security coming up, the Trump tax cut, which I'd written down. A buddy of mine just texted me as well. And just the politics of next year. Uh, we'll do that in the next four or five minutes. John Blanchard, MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. Y'all get what this guy knows what he's talking about. You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. When you think about how you spend your money in retirement, what comes to mind? Probably travel, sunny beaches, and spoiling your grandchildren? But a recent survey found that over 30% of every dollar a retiree spends goes to taxes. Baby boomers were told for years to save money in their IRAs and 401ks and pay taxes later. Well, now that day has arrived, and boomers are shocked to see a third of their money going back to Uncle Sam. John Blanchett and the Matthew James Financial Group can help. What if you could? Protect all or most of your retirement wealth from future tax rate increases. Achieve a zero or near zero effective tax rate for most of your retirement years. Find out more. 337-366-8366. Isn't it time you got a second opinion on your wealth and retirement outlook? Learn how you could potentially kick the IRS out of your IRA. 337-366-8366 and online at MatthewJames.com. Com. You know, folks, the real estate market is, is people out there talking about it and they're saying it's up and down. They don't know what's going on. Let me just tell you, the Cole Spellman group, they don't really pay attention to all that. What they pay attention to is your house, the details of selling your home. That separates them from everybody else. Okay. They got people look at the market and worry about the market. They look at your house and say, how do I help sell your home? Now, that's professionalism. That's what professionals do. That's what people that have confidence in knowing what they're doing will work for you. You know, that's why the Nicole Spellman Group is the number one team serving the entire state of Louisiana. Nicole and the team, they sell hundreds of homes a year. Yet, when you list with Nicole, you feel like you're the only client. Think about that. They take you as the most important client. Everybody to them is the most important client. That's big. That's professional. If I was going to sell my home today, the only agent I would call if I need to sell my home is Nicole Spellman Group. Go online, NicoleSpellmanGroup.com or just Google Nicole Spellman Group. Support local... You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you, Como, tape what goes off between the co- after the co- during the cars. You must not want to have a have, show anymore. No, Moon. no, it'd, it'd go to number one in the world. Oh yeah, but they'd have to move it to YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do like uh, Dan and do that podcast where you can oh, curse in it. Pod- I did a podcast. I don't ever remember cursing like these yeah, people like, do. But I guess maybe I'm doing it wrong. Uh, I ain't throwing enough f bombs on my podcast. Nope, <laughs> nope. John Blanchett, Matthew James. He's trying to figure out why he's advertising at all. <laughs> <laughs> John, let's talk about a few things real quick. Uh, uh, Trump tax cut, 
How big a deal is that if, 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 if they kill it? Yeah, well, I mean, look, we... Um, it hurt us anyway. It didn't really help it, it's, us. Like, look, it, it, it affects all Americans. Um, it's very beneficial. Look, it, it sunsets at the end of 2025. So, look, that's a big thing. That means you have 2023, you have some, some specialized planning that you could still do. Uh, you have next year, and then you have 2025. But in 2026, it's set to sunset. Um, you know, c- could it be extended? It depends who wins and depends on whether it's going to turn a presidency and it, who controls the House and Senate. Yeah, but, uh, and it's automatically set to go away. Can it be extended? Absolutely. Um, and it, 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 well, this, okay, let's say it's not extended. That's going to pop some people. Oh, it's going to pop everybody. So what's going to happen is you're going to see the bandwidth of the, each tax bracket shortened up for single filers and, and people that are Correct. you know married or you know filing ahead of household. Uh, either way, and and the percentages are going to increase. But see, here's the deal, Moon. In we got to look at real history here. In '06, we had about eight trillion dollars worth of assets. I mean, uh, eight trillion dollars worth of debt. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but the comptroller um, at the time, he he's David Walker. He said that our tax rates must double to service our debt with $8 trillion of debt, okay? Now we're sitting above 33, 34. At the end of the decade, we're going to be sitting around 40. Now think about it. Where we're at, it's not enough. Not that I'm saying we need to increase our taxes. That's not, you know, that's not what I'm saying we need to do. But, but they're ideally, going to eventually because they're going to keep state, spending. The statement was made with around $8 trillion of debt, okay? $8 trillion. Eight trillion. Now think about it. From George Washington to Not George, 800, 8 trillion. 8 trillion. So from George Washington to George W. Bush, we created $8 trillion of debt. Since him, we created the remainder of what we have. So the government's under a lot of financial pressure, strain to create more tax revenue. So the current tax environment that we're in is very beneficial, and I would suggest take advantage of it. You know, you should have been doing Roth conversions since, for sure, since the tax break happened. Because ideally, whenever that money's in that Roth growing, it's growing tax-free. A couple of quick things we got to roll. End of the year, what, do you, what are some things that can, people can look at real quick? Yeah, I, I would make sure that, you know, if you're working, uh, maximize any deductions that you could pot- potentially take, whether it's in a pre-tax 401k, a Roth 401k, maybe even having an after-tax 401k where you could turn around and do a, a big Roth conversion. Your Roth conversion deadlines are, are 12 31 now, most custodians are saying, hey, you need to get these done now so we can guarantee it's done. So if you have someone, uh, make sure you're having a conversation about Roth conversions. If you're not, call our office. Let's have a conversation about it. The other thing, there's a lot of deductions that you can have. Call our office. We could we could help you out with that. But the other thing, too, is, um, you know, we got to make sure that you're taking advantage of every opportunity out there to reduce your tax exposure for today, but also for the future. Yeah. Uh, another big one, inflation. You it's, it's it's not stopping. This is what I, I get a kick out of the media trying to spend it. Inflation's kicking our butt. Yeah. Is there any hope up the road? If they don't quit printing money and spending this money, be blunt with me. Yeah. There's no way inflation gets better. Matter of fact, there's a chance it can get bit, well, a lot worse. A lot worse. And, and if you and it's the printing of the money that's doing it. And if, and if you look at historically of what happened in in Venezuela and some of these other countries, even some company, countries in Europe. How did this kind of inflation, this kind of printing of money, created a, a basically a, a bomb for their country, where it, they where they were prospering at one point, and now it's it's not like an economic hub like it used it's to be. Sick, and it, we're headed in that direction. How close See, are we? Uh, it's you know it's a matter of years before we could probably see something really bad on the uh, the rate that they're going because they're you, thinking you hope and pray it's years yeah yeah oh we, we hope and pray it's okay. decades john blanchett 337-366-8366 matthew james tax wealth management it's the hotline but more importantly 
It's the way to help you. MatthewJames.com, MatthewJames.com. John, let's do it again very soon. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you, my bud. All right. We got to take a break. Microphone show. I want to mention my good friends at Schumacher Homes. Look, I've been telling you about them for a long, long time. Schumacher Homes is now has a big deal for you. Fixed financing offered and available. Thanks to the limit time off, you can lock in 5.875% fixed rate for 30 years. No better time than today to start building your dream home. And that's what Schumacher Homes do. They build your dream home. Your dream home, not theirs, yours. Call them and visit SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. Schumacher Homes has been successfully crafting affordable custom homes over three decades, three decades, and a commitment to ensuring a pleasant, straightforward, stress-free home building experience is the key. They start you at the beginning, and they walk through the process till your home is a dream home, your dream home. Contact them today, either by phone or going to SchumacherHomes.com. SchumacherHomes.com, schedule your free, no-obligation design and pricing meeting. Do it up front. They want to tell you everything up front. Schumacher Homes, SchumacherHomes.com, SchumacherHomes.com. There were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. This is Jeff Landry. Sharon, JT, and I wish you and your family a very safe and Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Paid for by Landry for Louisiana. Ever since my family... This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hey, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607 is Matthew James Tax Wealth Management. Hold on. By the way, John Blanchard will join us at uh, 1006, talking a little bit about finances, the market, retirement, and things of that nature. We'll visit with him coming out of the top of the hour. Let's jump gears, though, because uh, it's honored to have the president of Louisiana's Cattlemen Association on, Mr. Vendel Fairchild out of the Old Grove area. Mr. Mr. Fairchild, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Moon. What about you? Man, for a big dummy, I'm hanging in there, brother. I, I got to tell you, I kind of kind of want to get the update with you guys and in, in the business you're in uh, because, uh, you know, and look, I don't want to get you involved in politics, but I'm looking out overseas and the, the climate crazies are telling us they don't want us to eat beef. And I'm going, well, let me talk to the Catholic Association because y'all got to – Y'all got to keep it up. I got to have my beef, brother. 
Well, I think everybody in the, is, is going to eat their beef. Uh, that's just some of that propaganda that they're trying to spread around to discourage people from eating beef. Yep. And, and, you know, we fought the fake meat uh, yep. deal a year or so ago. It got so hot two years ago, and, and it's kind of died. And now uh, you don't hear nothing about uh, the fake meat uh, okay. and the Beyond Burger and all that stuff uh, <laughs> because people figured out it didn't taste like beef. Mr. Fairchild, when I saw him make the, uh, uh, the, the hamburgers with no meat, Somebody said, well, you ain't even tried it. I said, nope, and I'm not going to. Give me the real deal. And your business is under attack. I, I was I was going to joke with you a second and just say, how big a diapers you got to buy for horses and all that, you know, to, to, for the methane and stuff they kicked out? I'm sure you're going to get in that business, too. Well, you know, they, they keep hollering about the beef industry uh, emitting so much uh, uh, gas and all, yeah. and we emit less than 2% of the gas uh, that's emitted comes from beef animals. So uh, that proves that it's not a major concern on the beef side. I'll be honest with you, it ain't a concern anywhere. They just made this stuff up to make money. You, uh, How is the industry right now? Is the, is the industry here in Louisiana pretty healthy? Are y'all getting decent prices and things of that nature? Yes, right now uh, cattle prices are the highest they've been in several years. Uh, everything at uh, all the... Uh, supposed to know it's put out. They're predicting a couple more years of high prices mm-hmm. uh, for for the cattle. Uh, it's going to take several years to rebuild the herd. There's so many uh, cows, younger cows, even five-year-old cows that are going to slaughter, and it's going to take several years to build the numbers back up. Uh, people are still selling out. Yeah. Uh, the older people are taking this opportunity to get out of the business and cash in. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of them up here are putting their land in CRP after they sell their cattle. Yeah. Well, I, I just kind of, so what about the, for the future, like the Cattlemen's Association and, and beef and things like that? Do you see a bright future? Yeah, and, and we're working hard at LCA to try to increase our membership. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that's a, a hard thing to do with his, the age group of cattlemen today. Yes, sir. Uh, so many of them are getting out of the business. And once they get out of the cattle business, they're not worried about renewing their membership and keeping up with the current news items. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're going to have a uh, our convention in West Monroe. January the 12th, 13th, and 14th, anybody that would like any information, we would encourage them to come over. We'll have some classes on Saturday uh, starting at 9 o'clock in the morning, and and you may pick up something and learn something. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, If people wanted to get in touch with the Cattlemen's Association, how would they do that? Uh, they can call me or they can call uh, Shay Simone as our executive vice president. And uh, they could call straight to there, to LCA office and talk to her. Okay, so anybody can be involved. Anybody can come be part of it. Uh, last uh, thing, uh, Mr. Mr. Vendel Fairchild, Louisiana Cattlemen Association. You you are the, you know, we had, a, we had a big drought. And y'all have had to fight this many, many years, many, many times. Nothing to do with global warming. It's just a fact. We got drought. We got rain. We got too much rain. How has that affected uh, what y'all do? Has it affected it big time, or were y'all able to get through that? 
it's affected the cattle numbers big time in the state of Louisiana. So many folks didn't have any grass till they sold out herds. Uh, it's going to have a, a large effect on sale barns uh, next year because so many cattle were sold this year that they'll be down on their numbers next year. So therefore, their commissions will be down and uh, they'll be struggling next year probably. But uh, I would encourage anybody that hadn't to go to their FSA office and sign up on the cattle disaster program and uh, and get what you can out of uh, out of FSA to offset buying hay, uh, offset buying uh, feed tubs, slick tubs, or uh, liquid feed, whichever one you're feeding. Uh, and some folks in South Louisiana is important peanut hay out of Georgia, uh, and you know, time you pay trucking and all on that. That gets expensive. Hay's going to be short around the whole state. Yeah. Uh, we thought we had more than enough hay on our farm uh, to do what we needed to do, but we've never started feeding hay in October either like we yeah. did this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, I figured that, I've, uh, that that had to affect it just because that's what droughts do. Too much rain, destroy crops and stuff, and not enough of it can hurt it. Uh, thank God most of the time it's pretty balanced out. And uh, Anyway, all right, Mr. Fairchild, thank you so much. Wish you the best of luck with the Cattlemen's Association. From the humbling beginning, Dino Hardwood is trying to provide superior service and quality products for their customers. Hey, I know Charles Altman he does a great job. If you're looking for lumber. Dino Hardwood stocks a large selection of domestic and import hardwood lumber in Cypress. You ought to see that stuff. Exotic lumber, they got that as well. Trust in Dino Hardwoods when it comes to your exotic lumber needs right now. Molding, plywood, paint, and L products, they are ready for you. They got three great locations. The corporate office is right here in Broussard, Louisiana. There's an office in Shreveport on 2801 Valley View Drive and one in Tyler, Texas, 12492 Highway 155 North. Hey, if you're looking for something different and something new and somebody who will service you, it's Dino Hardwoods. I'm telling you, don't forget Dino Hardwoods. DinoHardwoods.com. DinoHardwoods.com. Great locations. They can service you. They can deliver. DinoHardwoods.com. Check out this great Louisiana company. Folks, if you get a chance to be in Shreveport or Baton Rouge, New Orleans, you know, and you haven't checked out Superior Grill and you like good Mexican food, please go to Superior Grill. Go check them out. You're going to enjoy Everybody that I've sent there have really enjoyed the great taste of Superior Grill. They love the food. It's a big menu. It's a lot of different things you can pull out from the enchiladas to the fajitas to the tacos to the quesadillas to the steak to the hamburgers. They do it all at Superior Grill and that sauce and that queso is all so good. All you got to do is find a way to, to Shreveport, New Orleans, or Baton Rouge and get the great taste of Superior Grill. But, hey, if you're home and you're in, the, in those areas and you want to cater and, and, and people like that, they cater. They can handle big groups. I've been there with many big groups and had a great, great time. They'll accommodate you. They'll accommodate you the best they can. You can pick up food to go as usual. Line Avenue in Shreveport, Government Street and Highland Road in Baton Rouge and St. Charles Avenue in New Orleans. Superior Grill. It's great. And next year, we're going to have one right here in Lafayette. So, Hey, check them out. If you're headed that way, make darn sure you go check out the great taste of Superior Grill. Dr. Dave Cruz. Hi, I'm Kristen Chenoweth. When many servicemen and women return home, they
They carry with them the invisible wounds of war. But thanks to the life-saving power of the human-animal bond, professionally trained service dogs can help. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots program, which provides specially trained service dogs free of charge to veterans in need. Let's help our veterans heal from the invisible wounds of war. Listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hi, hello, welcome, Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us as we rock and roll. It is a Matthew James Tax Wealth Management Hotline. If you'd like to be part of the program, your opportunity to be a voice. And by the way, just programming note: I'm live today and tomorrow. Subs on Wednesday and Friday. I'm gonna be off uh, the rest of the week, and uh, and then in about a week, Brian, I'm gonna be gone. I think one more day. It kind of changed on my timing, but uh, okay. Wait, just one more day? Yeah, but uh, most of it's the weekend. Oh, okay. So I don't count. You keep that. changing that, huh? that. You keep changing that time in December. No. Okay. No, I don't keep changing anything. Uh huh. You, you, I'm married to. A, you, you, you're your wife. I'm, I'm married to a woman. Uh huh. A woman, yeah. That they change all the time. Yep. All the time. I'm married to a beautiful young lady. Uh-huh. Brother, but I got to tell you, uh, when I start setting the rules in my house, yep. let me know. <laughs> yeah. So the the whole the whole thing was whatever she could go. Uh-huh. And uh so we're gonna we're gonna try to get away for a few days. Looking forward to it. All right, let's jump gears. Uh my man Bernie Pinson at joins us. No stranger to our program anyway. Bernie's been covering elections for a long, long time, almost as long as I've been living. And uh Bernie, it is always a pleasure, man. I know uh I know in a way, I know you, you you're kinda mutual, but you're excited about what's happened and uh and, and, and at least we got a chance. Now we got to back off and just kind of let watch what went on. So what what did happen, Bernie? Kind of sum up what you think happened this whole election fight. Well, it was about a Republican romp. Uh, it's been coming. We've, we've been talking about it for the last 10, 12, 16 years about the lack of uh, the Democratic Party losing competitiveness in the House and Senate. Uh, the um, white Democrats are have, are literally of uh, <laughs> there's so few of them now that uh, you can name them all in what 25 seconds. <laughs> how, about, how about this, Bernie? About they, that... They're gonna meet in a phone booth. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just that they've yeah, lost touch with Louisiana. The, the Democrats can say all they want, but you go you go back and look at uh and I happened to poll the issue when you when you had the transgender sports uh debate. Uh the governor was was uh, opposed to that and they had a session and uh the white Democrats were thrown under the bus you could say because you know look any poll on that showed that uh, whites were like eighty eight percent but the surprising thing or shouldn't be surprising is the uh, black voters in Louisiana were opposed to it by like 91%. Yeah. And yet uh, it was in mass the Democrats voted to uh, stop the Republicans passing legislation 
you know, to, for uh, uh, gender identity in sports. And that's, you know, that's, that's one glaring example, but those are things that uh, cause, you know, the, their social issues was the final straw, I guess you'd say, but it had been, it had been coming for a long time. And you can, as you look at Louisiana, we even had a, a to throw uh, sand on the wound. Uh, Jacob Bro ends up beating Cormier in New Orleans in House District 105. Uh, you know, fifty four forty six. But by the way, nobody was even thinking about that. But that was a that was a white Democrat who lost to a uh, Republican. Yeah. And and then what's it make seventy three? I don't know how many. We have so many uh, Republicans in the House. We've we've gone over yeah. uh, two thirds, and they got two, three, four extra. So uh, you know, it, it was a total, it was a total shellacking of uh, Democrats in in the legislature, statewide races. Uh, there's no good news, and now of course the Democrats are. You know, well, we need to do some soul searching, and you know, other uh, other things they're going to be talking about. How did? Why did we do so poorly? You know, it's pretty simple. You just lost touch with the majority of voters in Louisiana. It's okay to to vote to protect the people you represent, especially poor and economic issues on a lot of the economic issues, but but the uh, majority of voters in Louisiana uh, care more about you know the economy and and their families on social issues. Abortion, abortion's still important, but uh, most of those races across Louisiana were primarily about uh, the the economic engine of Louisiana is in need of repair. So across Louisiana, the summary is the Democrats took a shellacking. Um, how they rebuild or will, will they rebuild or what approach they take will be very interesting. I don't, I don't know where they go, Barney. I mean, they got to run back to the right. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, the, the, the Bernhardt lady who's running it, she's in trouble. They want new leadership. But, if you know, my suggestion is they put Gary Chambers or Devontae Lewis from the Public Service Commission. I think they'll fit in just fine with what they got right now. I, I really, I'm serious. Yeah. That's who they ought to put. And then, just go ahead and finish it out and uh, go ahead and destroy the rest of the party. Yeah, Devontae Lewis would be real good. Uh, you ought to have him. But, you know, they had Buddy Leach and they had Karen Carter-Peterson. Uh, Buddy Leach spent a lot of time and effort. To, you know, he personally told me he put up a lot of his own money. But, you know, he said in the end he just threw up his hands and gave up and said, um, that, you know, he, they the majority of the Democrats now – don't really care about the uh, the issues that help help us become relevant. So he walked away from it, and you had the most one of the most liberal, uh, Karen Carter Peterson. Uh, how'd that work out? Uh, I'm not talking about her legal problems, but the, the way she ran the party and all of the positions they took. So. It's not that simple. You just have to become help them. You become more relevant by being on the right side of uh, issues that the public genuinely cares about. Yeah. Well, they they've walked away from uh, you know Louisiana in my book, and uh, they got what they deserve. Now, Bernie, there's always the flip side of this. So Republicans win. Uh, 
you you may want to mention some of those high. I mentioned them early. Kelly Hennessy won, and she almost won the first yeah, the, time. Yeah, the all those uh, Republican women's groups uh, out there. Uh, you should be you should be happy and excited. It was a, a Saturday night. Uh, put was a, a Kelly Henderson Dickinson ended up winning. Uh, you got Emily Chenevere won. You got Kim Coates and Tangibo uh, was elected. Lauren Ventrilla from the central area was elected. Stephanie Baralt was elected uh, from Slidell. Um, Valerie Hodges from the Dick Springs area. She's now a senator. And then Beth Billings from Destrahan. So women. Got a lot of women, uh, in the, women winning. A lot of women winning. Yeah, so Republican women did well uh, in it's you know it's I, I've been a proponent of that for a long time and been in, involved in it. I know most of these women and whatever I could do to help, I did. But it's a great group of uh, Republican women. The uh, the legislature is uh, one of the critical criticisms is Louisiana doesn't have enough women in the legislature to truly represent the, the population, which women are fifty fifty four. Uh, percent of the uh, the voting population, but woefully underrepresented when you get into the capital. But do you did you know you now have uh, Valerie? Of course, was in the House, but she goes to the Senate. Uh, you, by the way, you, the Senate uh, to listeners, the Senate, which has been the graveyard of a lot of conservative uh, issues. Yeah. Uh, was totally changed. You've got Adam Bass, Alan Seabaugh, Blake Miguez, Valerie Hodges, all going in uh, with totally different approach to what you've seen in the past. Yeah, and I'm hoping Cameron but Henry. Congratulations! Did. Yeah, congratulations to all those women. Um, they 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 signed up, uh, ran great campaigns, end up winning. You know, all of those, you know, whoever runs, I mean, it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of misery. you got to raise a lot of money. It's not like a council race or something. That's why it's so difficult to women because they're not really part of the process in most of these, the financial areas of where you raise your money. But all of these women were very successful, and uh, you know, I know them all and very proud of all of them. They're a great addition to the legislature. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, Bernie, the other thing is real quick before I take a break. A lot of conservatives wanted. Wasn't no Ronald Republicans. There was a few. Jeremy Lacombe is a leftist Democrat who had to run as a Republican or he gets beat. And uh, but you had people like that. But most of these Republicans took down. I mean, Barry Poison Ivy lost his brother. Uh, Poison Oak <laughs> lost. I mean, uh, Bar- Buddy Mincy got destroyed. I mean, uh, just think about it. Alice Seaball had to go against a guy that everybody liked. And yet, when it came to election day, people said, "No, I'm not voting for that guy. He's tied with the wrong people." So, but so the the, the real conservatives won this this election cycle, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, the, well, the 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 next phase of this and the success is a, out, you know is astounding. Uh, the Republicans had in the legislature. You had a, various groups involved, and in the all the efforts across Louisiana obviously paid off. The Republicans are are standing literally by themselves today, running uh, state government, running the legislature. So most of the facets of multi-parish 
uh, and state, uh, you know, statewide government is totally controlled by Republicans. But of course, with that comes a responsibility of can you know can you fix things? There's nobody uh, they can point to that's going to cause them not to be able to fix problems. Oh. It's up to them. They're in charge. There are no excuses. And as we had for the last four and eight years, the voters uh, were tired of the excuses. Why are our graduation rates uh, remain woefully bad? The 41% of Louisiana is on Medicaid, which well, is up, a horrible up, number. It tells hold, you. hold up just a second. Let me come back. We're going to talk about this in a few more minutes. Bernie Pinson, I'm a special guest. We'll be right back. <laughs> is a business telecom provider. Line One specializes in cloud-based communication with superior customer service. If you're frustrated with phone bills you can't understand, endless hold time to customer support, and phone system that is not meeting your needs, then you need to go to Line.One and schedule a free consultation to advance your business phone system. Line One, technology with a human touch. Go to Line.One and tell them Moon sent you. Again, that is Line.One show that's not immune to facts the dan bongino show and here on news talk 96.5 kpel oy time out all right remember we're a team that plays together listen the winning will take care of itself we just have to get everyone involved in interscholastic sports we celebrate what makes every one of us unique and in the pursuit of a common goal everyone in the huddle in the bleachers and in the community comes together this message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. News Talk, 96.5 KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a town square media station broadcasting from the Matthew James Financial Studio. Hamas says no ceasefire. No more hostage releases. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News, until the war in Gaza is over. Despite taking part in recent talks to broker a ceasefire, and Hamas launched another barrage of rockets. Israel's military shot down while continuing to bomb Hamas targets. Israeli forces say they are close to completing high-intensity ground operations in northern Gaza. And Fox's Trey Yings reports Iran-back militants took aim at American forces again, but missed. Overnight, a rocket attack against the Al-Assad airbase brought the total number to 180. 
and two since mid-October. The region clearly on the brink of a much broader conflict, and that's part of the reason over the past week you've seen American officials visiting here in Tel Aviv to meet with their Israeli counterparts. Harvard's president's under new scrutiny in Congress after the university refused to give in to loud calls for Claudine Gay to be fired over a refusal at a congressional hearing to condemn pro-Palestinian protesters' calls for the genocide of Jews. The investigation into Harvard's handling of anti-Semitism will also look into allegations that President Claudine Gay plagiarized academic papers. Scholars allege that Gay plagiarized almost 20 authors in four of her 11 peer-reviewed papers. Harvard has not commented on the investigation, but last week over 500 faculty members signed a letter supporting Gay. Fox's Ryan Schmelz. There's growing concern about a wave of new illegal immigration and what it could do to the economy. Dozens of agriculture groups urging Homeland Security to reopen two railroad crossings at the border in Texas. Saying the closures have already caused steep export losses and could lead to inflation and painful losses for businesses and consumers here. The rail closures on top of ports of entry closures as Customs and Border Patrol agents have been reassigned to processing an unprecedented number of illegal immigrants who continues surging into the U.S. overwhelming agents. That's Fox's Jeff Manasso. America's listening to Fox News. Are you a victim of the timeshare trap and think there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, the original timeshare cancellation expert. And I'm here to tell you that there is a way out. All you need to do is give my office a call. I will send you a timeshare exit information kit absolutely free explaining how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Call Wesley now for your free information kit, 800-887-1010. That's 800-887-1010. Testosterone levels are at an all-time low. Individual T-levels decline 1% every year. Chalk, C-H-O-Q, is the new champion of natural testosterone boosters. Chalk's main ingredient is clinically studied to naturally boost testosterone 20% in 90 days. Supercharge your masculinity and boost your daily energy with Chalk's Male Vitality Stack. For a limited time, our listeners will get 30% off at choq.com with promo code USA. choq.com code U. Bikers Against Child Abuse empowers children to not feel afraid of the world in which they live. For more information, visit bacaworld.org. Our helpline is 866-885-9474. BACA, breaking the chains of abuse. The Joe Cunningham Show has a new start time. That's right. Hey, everybody, it's me, Joe Cunningham, and I want you to join me every weekday at 5 p.m. here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. All of the news and analysis that's important to you right here in Acadiana, be it local, state, or national, going to have that for you during your evening drive every day from 5 to 6 p.m. The Joe Cunningham Show right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. The views expressed in the following show are those of the hosts or hosts only. They do not represent News Talk 96.5 KPL or Town Square Media. <laughs> to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hello, welcome Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. I want to wish you a happy 
Thanksgiving. This is going to be my last live day this week. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, Mark Pope's going to send it a couple of days for us. And, of course, we got we always play a, a show during a Thanksgiving Day. So all of our affiliates to take care of. The only time we don't do a program is Christmas Day. Yep, and we, we got we already have a program for everyone. I feel they don't even have to ask us. Well, I already talked to the guys from American Ground Radio. They yeah. are getting their Christmas program ready. Remember Good. what makes America great? Yeah, they they interview a bunch awesome of different job. people. Yeah, they do a great job. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. All right, folks, 844-766-6607. Matthew James, Tax Wealth Manager. Hotline, we honored to have Clay Higgins, of course, our congressman. And uh, Congressman Clay Higgins, how you doing, bud? I am well, Moon. Good morning to you, sir. It's great to talk to you. Well, thanks for taking a few minutes this morning. I, I really appreciate it. I know you guys, uh, y'all finally get off. You get off for Thanksgiving. I know you still got to do constituent work, but I know y'all like to have a little time. So I try not to keep you too long, but uh, I couldn't help but to to kind of get a kick out of it when you went back and forth with direct, uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray. I think you were exactly right. Of course, the, the devil's advocate, Stephanie Grace, uh, I'm sorry, Quinn Hiller, uh, you know, they start calling you names and all that stuff because of the way you handle yourself. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm glad you, when you're dealing with people like Christopher Ray, if you're not going to be tough, then you may as well not even ask him questions. Right. Their, their intention at a hearing like this is to, is to filibuster your, mm-hmm. your five minutes with, with dribble and fluff. And, um, you know, I, I, I don't have time to play games like that. The, the, the bottom line is that we have a, a tremendous amount of evidence regarding um, the, the months during 2020 leading up to uh, the November election in 2020 and then the, the, the weeks following the election and leading up to the January 6th and in the days prior to January 6th, January 4th and 5th, particularly and then on january 6th so we just got a tremendous amount of evidence and trust me moon i would never ask director ray a question at a hearing like that where he is under oath there's a particular uh a particular testimonial obligation when you're when you're testifying under oath before congress voluntarily uh, that you're you're required to perform uh, as a witness, and I would never ask Christopher Ray a question that I do not already have the answer to. Sure. The, the important thing is to is to uh, force him to respond under oath, and and that's that adds to our case file for down the line because that man is is going down. Yeah, they uh, no. I first of all, thanks for being a tough. Uh, Congressman Higgins, I think that's we need a lot more of that. But you know, can you can you tell the audience just a few things of evidence? You know, the media prints what they want. They like the left. The more left, the better. The more woke, the better. And they hate a guy like you, and they hate anybody that's conservative, Christian, whatever. They just hate us. And so they make it sound like there's no information at all out there. To 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 uh, against Ray and against sure. what's really sure. happening. What you Can you know? give us some? You want to you want to hear about the ghost buses? Yeah, because that was a big deal. Yes, sir. Okay. During the uh, interviews and interrogations and the 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 preparatory work that the fake 
committee, the January 6th select committee run by Liz Cheney and Benny Thompson, they had one purpose for that entire uh, sham committee. It was to attempt to publicly crucify Donald Trump mm -hmm. and to paint this picture of of a vast right-wing uh, conspiracy to overthrow the government on January the 6th. Like that was their objective, that was their goal. And, and therefore they were biased to begin with as, as an investigative body, as, a, as a, com a select committee assembled by Congress, which is why it was a sham. It, was a, it did not include the, the Republicans. Of course, remember that it was under the control of Democrats, mm -hmm. Nancy Pelosi and, and the Republicans that were chosen from our conference were rejected. Uh, one of those Republicans was, was Jim Jordan. So the committee was off to a biased start from day one. And during the harvesting of, of what they would call evidence, they would have, say, a thousand hours of interviews. And out of that thousand hours of interviews, they, they would use, you know, two or three hours of selected, cherry picked, moments and from that type of procedure they built the alleged case that they ultimately presented at the end by the end of next of last year uh in, in their effort to condemn donald trump which was a total failure but along the way they pissed off a lot of americans that that willingly went to dc to be interviewed at request they were identified as people that the, that the J6 Select Committee wanted to interview. And many of those Americans went there to testify uh, truthfully, and they felt rejected. They felt rejected because their, their instinct told them that their narrative of what happened on January 6th and January 5th what the January 6th Select Committee was not interested in. And why were they not interested in it? Because it didn't fit the narrative that they intended from day one to present. So some of those Americans reached out to uh, congressional offices that they felt that they could trust. And that, that happens to my office all the time. People reach into my office moon from across the country mm -hmm saying, Congressman, I, I'm not in your district, I'm not even in your state, but I've, I've followed you for, for seven or eight years, and I feel that I can trust you. Can I talk to you about this, what happened with me? This happens all the time. But one of those guys was a charter bus operator, very professional, had been, had been called to testify for the J6 Select Committee, and he told the story of two buses that were incredibly suspicious on the morning of January 6th in a Union Station parking lot in Washington, D.C. This was before anything happened now, Moon. This was at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning on January 6th. But it was so suspicious that a, a professional charter bus owner, that a very squared away guy from a very wealthy area of America, quite successful, but runs his own charter bus business. These buses were so suspicious to him that he took pictures of them mm -hmm. that morning because the buses had been painted over what looked like uh, 
a, a, a cheap, fast, white paint job painting over the original phone numbers and, and decals and, and uh, signs that show who the bus belonged to. Now, every American knows that regardless of what color a charter bus is, the law requires it to be identified. Like, duh, of course, you have to have, you know, phone numbers and the name of your company and, the, and your, your license number to operate that vehicle. There's many, many things, according to the states you're going to operate in, are required to be displayed on a public transit vehicle designed to carry passengers. Everybody knows that. So a charter bus that's been painted over totally white with a cheap paint job where you could still almost read the phone numbers that had been painted over appearing at five o'clock in the morning in the, uh, on January 6th in the Union Station bus parking area and nobody got off the buses when they first arrived that it was very suspicious so this charter bus operator noted uh, that there was something fishy about these buses and he could see that there were people in the buses you could see images through the dark windows but nobody got off and usually the way it works is the charter bus drivers they get off the bus even if the passengers stay on for a while until it's time to disembark you know they're, they're having their little meetings in there you know how it is you've been on a charter bus but the bus drivers get off and they talk to the other bus drivers because they, they sometimes know each other and, and they're sharing stories of what's the best roads to use, stuff like that. But nobody got off of these buses, two of them parked side by side, until right at 6 o'clock, at, at, at 6 a.m., the bus is emptied out with 40 or 50 described as military age, uh, men dressed as Trump supporters, described as, as uh, quote-unquote, look like police officers, act like police officers, but dressed like Trump supporters, was another quote described as, as not in uniform, but acting in a uniform manner, was another quote. They all had on uh, some kind of uh, head protection, uh, elbow protection, knee pads. They got off the bus in a somewhat orderly manner, had a little formation in front of the two buses, and then marched away. And, it, and it, they, they went up the escalator into Union Station and disappeared into D.C. And there was no driver. So whoever was driving the bus was one of the guys. Those two buses ended up to be abandoned. They were left there. January 6th happened, the whole day went by, and at, at 10 o'clock that night, I have all of this evidence from eyewitness account, sworn testimony account, we have photograph evidence, video evidence. I've got all of this or I wouldn't bring it up. Those buses were abandoned. Those two buses were, were just left in that parking lot. So they arrive at 5 o'clock in the morning, first ones to arrive. They're suspicious in the way that I described. The passengers all look like military-aged men, police-looking men, dressed as Trump supporters. 
disembark from the bus. They march, they march off up the escalator in the Union Station with all that video. And the buses are abandoned. They have to eventually be towed away. And, and that was brought to me, that story was brought to me last year by a man who wanted to come to D.C. to tell me the story that he said the J6 Select Committee was not interested in hearing. Okay, hold your thought right there, uh, Cap. Uh, um, Congressman Clay Higgins, we'll come back. We'll come back and let him wrap up because I just wanted to hear this story because this is one of many that's out there that media's not pushing. Take a break. Be right back. Folks, you hear me brag about a new advertisement. South Star Urgent Care is the name you need to know. Listen, you, you look up, you're in the middle of the night, you're looking, God, where do we go? South Star Urgent Care. They open on weekends, they open at night, they can get you taken care of. If, you got, if you're sick, if you're feeling bad, maybe you coughing, dehydrated, fever, flu, fractures, South Star Urgent Care wants to service you, and they're going to treat you like you want to be treated. They're going to get you in, get you out. You're not going to sit in a dark waiting room for a bunch of times. South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. You know you can register before you go and set your appointment. Hey, it's really cool. These folks at South, South Star greet you with a genuine smile and make you feel very comfortable. Folks, you're looking for the perfect urgent care? It's South Star Urgent Care. Go to southstarmoon.com, southstarmoon.com. South Star Urgent Care. It's the urgent care you need. Go to SouthStarMoon.com, SouthStarMoon.com. As parents, we have a lot to be proud of. Our kids are smart, talented, and dedicated, but all of them are at risk. One in three Louisiana high school students use e-cigarettes, and every day, more teens struggle with vape-related problems like nicotine addiction and lung damage. The time to talk to your teen is now, and we can help. Get vaping facts, talking tips, and quitting resources at BehindTheHazeLA.com. Sponsored by the Louisiana Department of Justice. This is Secretary of State-elect Nancy Landry. St. Luke wrote that upon Christ's birth, the heavenly host sang, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. While we enjoy time with our families and friends, let us never forget the true meaning of Christmas, celebrating the arrival of the Prince of Peace and King of Kings. This is Secretary of State-elect Nancy Landry wishing you and your loved ones a safe and Merry Christmas and a blessed New Year. This is Moon Graffon. I've always believed there's two types of fishermen. There are people like me that love to fish. And there are people like Don Dubuque who can catch fish. And that's why you need to listen to the Outdoor Show with Don Dubuque Saturdays from 5 to 7 a.m. Here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Brought to you by Louisiana's number one Chevy dealer, seven years in a row. Service Chevrolet Cadillac. Find new roads. Let's make this Christmas season special for our children in need. I'm Brandon Como, brand manager here at News Talk 96.5 KPL, And I am so honored that we are partnered up with a local business owner whose heart for kids has helped bring joy to their hearts for the last two decades. Robin McMillan of McMillan's Pub has spread the Christmas cheer to hundreds of kids across Acadiana. And we invite you to be a part of our special project. Rose's Angels, foster children, homeless children, and other children in need would really appreciate your efforts to make Christmas 2023 special for them this year. Whether you want to sponsor a child or donate, you can be assured that you will make a difference this holiday season. There are donation boxes set up across Lafayette, here at Town Square Media on Bertrand Drive, Rise Physical Therapy on Rue Beauregard, 
and at both locations of Fisher's Early Childhood Development Center on Ridge Road and on East Farrell Road. For more information, go to your KPL News app and search Rose's Angels. Deadline for donations is December 23rd. And thank you from all of us here at News Talk 96.5 KPL. You're listening to the best of the Moon Graffon Show. Hi, hello. Welcome back. Moon Graffon Show. Great to have you with us. 844-766-6607. Honored to have Congressman Clay Higgins, one of Louisiana's congressmen. And uh, Clay, uh, and I didn't want to cut your brother. I had to take a break. And if I we go real short in this segment, I'll keep you one more if you can. Uh, but I want you to finish telling the story. And you, you closed with the vans were moved. The guy came to see you to give you all his testimony. Tell us. Can you tell us who got out of the van now? Do you, did you, were you able to figure out who these people were and what they did? It was two charter buses, two full-size charter buses. It was not a van. The media, is, is, that's one of the you know, false things that they're, that they're pushing is that you know, two vans. It wasn't two vans. It was two full-size charter buses. So I, I, I received the original photographs of these vans. And we began investigating. We received the testimony of a charter bus operator that that reported. Yeah, I just said vans of these buses. Okay. Um, they and we, I, I I used a a source that does forensic digital examination. They do they. They use photographs, and in order to try and see deeper what's in a photograph, they use they use different filters and and light spectrums and techniques uh, in the computer to to pull out uh, the clarity of an image that you couldn't otherwise see to try and piece together what's in a photograph. And using that type of of forensic uh, inspection of these original photographs of these two charter buses that had been painted over completely white, all their their phone numbers and addresses covered up, which is totally illegal, by the way. You can't drive a charter bus around without, without your uh, data on the exterior of the bus identifying who you are. But through this photographic forensic technique, we were able to identify one of the painted over phone numbers in doing that we were able to track that original owner of that bus and then i'm not going to go deeper into it than to say every american knows that if you sell a vehicle or transfer ownership of a vehicle in america it that's a that's a tracked sale sure, sure. you you have it, that's a that's a motor vehicle with a serial number, and once you can identify a particular vehicle, then you can track how it ended up yeah. to where it ended up. So I'm not going to go any deeper into that, but let me just say to the FBI who may be listening, you better start making your plans of how you're going to deal with this information that I've got, because. Those two buses that were 100% illegal, loaded with FBI, what they called a human assets, 
showed up at 5 o'clock in the morning on January 6th. Everybody disembarked on these two painted-over charter buses, and they went out into the crowd to perform their missions. And let me tell you, what, Moon, that some question. of those what FBI their, agents didn't appreciate what they... What was their mission? They, they had, on January 6th, they had very specific team missions of, of, of two or three guys together to go into particular areas. They were deployed according to, to the map of the Capitol and what groups they would, they would go embed themselves within. Mm -hmm. the, the groups that were there that day, there were scores of thousands of, of Trump supporters there. And of course, I was in town that day. I had people from Louisiana had come there for the, for the rally. Mm -hmm. So the FBI agents had particular groups deployed in teams of two or three to go locate and embed themselves within. And those are the guys, as these, thank God we have Mike Johnson as the Speaker of the House now, because he has courageously done as he promised he would do, as we, as we encouraged and demanded that the, that the digital evidence that, uh, that we were in possession of, of January 4th, 5th, and 6th, would be released to the American public, all of it. And Mike Johnson is going to do that. Hey. And as that happens, they're starting yeah. to, you're starting to see me dress as Trump supporters showing badges and, and talking with the police. They hey, were let, clearly me, let me do this, Clay. I'm going to keep you a few more minutes. Just hold tight. One more break, and I won't keep you more than five more minutes. We'll take a break. Merry Christmas, Louisiana. Uh, this is John Kennedy, my wife, Becky, my son, Preston, and I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I know Louisiana's been through a lot of trials over the last year, but we are not beaten and we are not forgotten. Uh, Christmas reminds all of us that God sent his son Jesus into the world because he loves us, and we will celebrate him on the 25th. I hope this holiday season brings you joy and brings you hope for the new year. God bless you, God bless Louisiana, and God bless America. Paid for by John Kennedy for us. At the holidays, I use Cane River Pecan Company gifts to thank my loyal sponsors. Cane River Pecan Company is family-owned, Louisiana company since 1969, and features the premier selection of gourmet pecans in the South. Visit CaneRiverPecan.com and see why pecan gifts are the perfect way to strengthen business relationships and recognize loyal customers. Call toll-free 800-293-8710. Again, the number is 800-293-8710, and ask to have a free catalog sent to you or visit them online at CaneRiverPecans.com. Do what Moon does. That's me. Get pecans from Cane River Pecan Company. Once again, call toll-free 1-800-293-8710. 1-800-293-8710. Hey, I've been doing this for many, many years. Send Cane River Pecan. They'll never forget you. CaneRiverPecans.com. Oh, shucks, you've been hearing me brag about shucks. been going there for many, many years. Shucks does a great job. If you like seafood, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. I'm telling you right now, they're shrimp, they're oysters, they're fish, all fresh every day right off the boat. So if you want something fresh and you want fresh seafood, you got to go to Shucks. Don't forget, if you're having a party, call Shucks. Let them cater the event for you. Or you can go pick it up. Shucks, they're waiting on you. If you want a great time and you want great food, you got to go to Shucks in Abbeville. Shucks, oh, they're good.
Where are you at? This hour of the Moon Griffon Show brought to you by Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Online at MatthewJames.com. You're listening to the best of the Moon Griffon Show. Hi, y'all. Welcome back. Moon Griffon Show. Always a pleasure to be with you. 844-766-6607. Matthew James Tax and Wealth Management. Hotline, don't forget we're giving away Cane River Pecans today. Cane River Pecans. Matter of fact, Brandon, I'm a nice guy. We're going to give away two today. Not one, but two if you have a chance to win, email me, moon at moongrafon.com, moon at moongrafon.com. Say you want to win cane rope pecans. We're going to ship two more packages out today. Make sure you leave me a physical address because we'll pick one later in the program. Congressman Clay Higgins joins us talking about January 6th, about uh, dealing with uh, FBI Director Ray. Hey, Clay, let me, just because just because of time. Uh, so you're telling me, and, I, and I, I love Congressman Mike Johnson. I think he's the real deal, and I, I think you feel the same way. Are you telling me that this thing is going to be reopened or opened or, or further looked into with a lot more information that Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats wouldn't touch? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, sir. So, you know, one of the many hats that I wear in Congress is as one of the senior um, congressmen on the oversight committee and the only uh, the only senior member of the Oversight Committee that has a background as an investigator and in law enforcement. So just one of the things that falls upon my shoulders, you know, I have a responsibility to perform uh, that role professionally for the Oversight Committee on behalf of the American people. So that's one of the many, you know, missions that my, that my office is responsible for. And I've been working on J6 investigations now uh, since since 2021, since January 6th, where I was present, and I could I could see what was unfolding, and then I saw the narrative that was beginning to be uh, laid out there by the Democrats. I knew it to be false, and I have witnessed the persecution of fellow Americans uh, in the last three years, and I have a responsibility to do something about it. But, Moon, I have constituent services to, to work on. It occupies most of my time. Uh, yesterday, we had a field hearing for the Ways and Means Committee in Baton Rouge regarding the Social Security Fairness Act and pushing that through this Congress. Uh, I met with a bunch of oil and gas drilling engineers yesterday in Lafayette. I have transition meetings with uh, Governor-elect Landry's office working on many things like building a bridge at I-10 and Lake Charles, completing that project so we can break ground on that this coming year. Uh, I have a lot going on other than investigating the J-6 the travesties that, that, that happened on that day and the role that our government played in, in staging it and inciting it and, and after that prosecuting Americans. So, what Clay, happened? let me let so, me stop you again, Carl. It is important. You, so you feel the evidence that you know that a lot of us are not going to see when may never see is that, and and I've read the stories and went after it as well about our government being involved. I want to go back to who got off the bus. Do you feel like that was FBI agents, or that's to be seen yet? Well, yes and no. There were, we, we have evidence to believe that there were at human assets. So what you're calling an FBI agent, the FBI would, would take a very narrow interpretation of that. Say, are, are you a sworn uh, agent employed by the, by the 
Federal Bureau of Investigation. That's one category of an FBI human asset. Sure. Others include um, confident, paid, registered confidential informers. Others include agents that are uh, employed by other alphabet agencies that are that are uh, on task force assignment to the FBI, like the ATF or the CIA, et cetera. So, yes, we, we have evidence that, that strongly suggests that every man that got off of that, those two charter buses that were dressed as Trump supporters were in some way working for or associated with the FBI. Well, there was that and, goes. And they all had particular missions. Well, there goes. They had particular missions. There's some you may not can comment. I'm just going. Well, some of their goals is to disrupt as much as they could to make it look like Trump people were doing some of the things. I, I'm just kind of well, curious they, they about had, that. They, they were quite skilled. These guys are quite skilled at at, at uh, embedding themselves mm -hmm. into um, groups that are formed across America, like online groups uh, that, that you might be a member of. You understand? That you disgusting. You have chat threads. Sure. The FBI, over the course of the previous year, had embedded themselves into hundreds of groups across America, groups that were complaining about COVID oppression, yeah. Yeah, about, of about lockdowns and forced closures and the oppression of our right to travel the land and to, and to gather peaceably at our churches and even in our homes. And, you, you, I don't need to remind you yep. about the COVID oppression that yep. we faced during 2020. And there are a lot of Americans very pissed off about that. Yep. So the FBI had embedded themselves into these groups online, and that all came to, 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 that, to the final point on January 6th where many of these groups had gathered for the, for the rally the Stop the Steal rally in Washington, D.C. So the FBI's human assets that got off of those two buses, they were not the only ones, by the way. We believe there were between three or 400 agents embedded in the crowd that day and deployed inside the Capitol, coordinated with Capitol Police, who, before the doors were ever opened. And so wow. these two buses are just a weak link in their in their uh, operation that we've been able to 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 harvest a great deal of evidence on. But we're not done because these these thousands and thousands of hours of video footage have been released to the American people, and every day more stuff is gonna is gonna come out. You're gonna you, see it. You uh, it's just it's just already. Uh, an investigation that's rolling again, or just uh, uh, speaking of the House, Mike Johnson's got to give it approved. It, it has never stopped. Okay, good. In some offices, but we've had to operate like in silos uh, during 2021 and 2022. Yes, sir. Moon, because Republicans did not have the majority. But once we once we assumed the majority on January 3rd of this year. Then we had the majority control of every committee, and each committee has a staff. And on that staff, uh, you have attorneys and investigators, 
and you have people that you can put to work. I mean, my congressional office, is, we have ro- our most primary role that we play is in service to the citizens of Louisiana's third district. Sure, sure. That our, my mission to investigate what happened on January 6th stems from my assigned duties on the oversight committee. So once we had control of the oversight committee and we had control of the staff, then we really started pushing things this year. This is why you've seen so much revealed this year, and that's ongoing. Okay. Congressman Clay. Thousands. You're listening to the best of the news reform show. I left Louisiana and I went through Mississippi. I went into Alabama a good ways. I've been to Texas all the way over around Grapevine in the Dallas area. Of course, in Louisiana. And uh, one trip I went, it was four of us. The last trip I went by myself. Brandon, the roads in these areas are a little bit better than ours. It ain't even close. Now, look. I could see if somebody said, well, the last 10 years we just hadn't fixed roads. We ain't fixed roads in 40 years. Bell Edwards came in here and didn't fix a thing. And roads is one of the things he didn't fix, no matter how much pothole tried to tell us, Wilson. But I grade the roads and building bridges. Boy, we're not in the ball games of these states. And by the way, I've been in Arkansas, not recently, but Arkansas roads are just as good. And I'm just talking about states that kind of border us. It's not even close, folks. We're not even close because it's never been priority. We got the money. It's always hear that. We got we got money to we got money to go give to people to build sidewalks and and things of that nature. We got money to go just give to all these local projects in the name of economic development, of course. We got money to give to charities. It, it's it's really. It's really, I think the elections that we just went through, for the most part, with a few exceptions, were about, can we do anything? Can we try? (laughs) Can we just try to do something right? But that's what the good old boy, I've been, in my 31st year, I've been on it. I've watched the good old boy network. They win. I can name four families right now that got homes in North Carolina, too. And they have made a killing in the state of Louisiana. And they got tied to the political system. I can name them right now. Some of you people might know them. They made theirs. They made theirs because they got tied up in a system. They didn't give a damn about you and me. They don't care about our state. Why do you think they got homes in these other states? That's why they're going to stay most of the time. I know people in the engineering business. I know people in the gambling business. I know people in the oil and gas industry. I know a lot of them. They got their homes outside of here. They got homes away from here. And they got good roads to drive on. They got good economies. And they made a lot of their money off the system right here in Louisiana. Some of them stayed. Why should they leave? It's, uh, it's, it's amazing, but you can, see, you can tell a lot by just driving on a road. I tell you what a road is to me. It's a priority. It's just been a priority. And here, roads have never been a priority. Neither has jobs. Neither is stopping our migration. None of that's been a priority. 
But the good old boy network, I mean, they made their money, baby. They've done their job. They made their money. All this money going to university. We got too many universities. Nobody wants to break that down. Nobody wants to stop the number of uh, uh, universities that we have here. Nobody. But hey, we got more universities in Mississippi, and we got more universities in Georgia, and we got more universities in South Carolina, and we got more universities in uh, Texas. Oh, yeah, we got more than that, but they got better roads. They got better economies. <laughs> I did and just thought, yep, guy writes Mississippi roads are even better. Yeah, Mississippi roads were really, I mean, it was a big difference. Rhino in uh, Alabama and, and Mississippi and, uh, and Texas. It just, it said everything I needed to know about priorities. Roads have not fixed here because not a priority. Education, we're spending more money than anybody in the South. Eighth most in the country. Why ain't that been fixed? All we ever talk about in education is, is, is a teacher pay raise. We're spending the most money. We, we pay our teachers at the bottom. You know, all Bell Edwards can talk about education is he dumped a bunch more in these universities who've gone woke. And, uh, and <laughs> what else has he done? I mean, I'm, I don't mean to criticize him. I'm telling you, the man did nothing. It's, it's, it's pitiful what this guy's done to this state. Spent all the money. He's walking out now, cutting deals. We can give family leave and, you know, and back in the day, I can understand a woman with a baby getting time off. I never understand why a man gets to take off, ever. I had a special need daughter that needed special help, and I couldn't realize that. From day one, I was there every time I needed to be there, but I went to work. Uh, so I told y'all, Edwards has put us in the wrong direction on steroids. And now Jeff and the rest of these legislators are going to have to find a way to change this state for the better. And he's hurt us so bad in the wrong direction. That's why Clay Shakes not in blank page Cortez. They're going in the political hall of fame, and they ought to. But it's shameful that these people were, were called leaders. Shameful because they weren't leaders. Cortez and Shakes not in Edwards, this was a joke. I almost think we woke up in a nightmare or at a comedy show putting these guys in charge of anything. It was a joke. Total joke. So it's, uh, I just, it just hit me, man, all them roads. And, and why is a road in Texas and Alabama and Mississippi fixed and our roads aren't fixed? Well, the type soul we got here. So you mean to tell me, Brandon, Texas got, they own the Gulf Coast. So is Mississippi, so is Alabama, so is Florida. They own the Gulf Coast. I don't buy any of those lies, never have. It's just, I look at roads. If you can't pay for roads and pay for education and pay for a few things dealing with government and you get that wrong, how are you going to get anything right? Never worry about jobs. Watch all for years. We lost, 
when we went from eight to seven congressmen, don't you think somebody in the state would have woke up and said, hey, man, we got to do, we got to change what we're doing here? They didn't. So Louisiana went from seven to six congressmen. So you think, wow, we lost two. We used to have just as many as Florida. We had 300,000 more people in uh, 2000 in South Carolina. They got 450,000 more than us now, 23 years later. 23 years later, and we had anybody ever step up and say, hey, let's get better. Somebody made a good point, said, Brandon, if a guy gets maternity leave, his hunting and fishing license should be suspended for the same period. (laughs) Uh, I'll be honest with you. That I I when I sat and thought about that for a second, I I agree because because the whole point if you're a man that's off, you're supposed to be helping your wife. You know, you're you're supposed to be helping your wife, not going uh, hunting and fishing while while you're off from work. Brandon, I had a special need daughter that had had breathing treatments, and people went home worse than I have. Mm -hmm. We didn't know what was up. I'm married to a nurse who's pretty sharp. Yep. And uh, I had two other kids at home. Guess what? You needed attending. You needed to go to school. You need to, you, need to, you know what I'm saying? We had all that going on one time, and I had a career. Mm-hmm. I did it all. I just didn't sleep much. And when I was home, I'd help my bride. Okay? That's just the way it was. I didn't need to be six weeks off. I mean. Well, six weeks is a whole lot. Six weeks is way lot. too. Brandon. <laughs> That's gonna, that would kill small businesses. If you go, I, if I, if I you, get if, that. If you, but let me tell you what happens. Government does it, mm-hmm. and big businesses are going to do it. Right. But these states that are doing this, and when they start, that's why I'm saying in the article, when these people write this and compare our state, who got leave and who doesn't have it, why don't they compare our state and jobs? Why don't they compare our state and education? Why don't they compare? You can't. So when they write something like this, it's all to convince you that, boy, Jeff's a bad guy if he gets rid of this. No, he's not. We can't afford it. Folks, we're going to learn a lesson financially, and I hate to say this because I don't want to live in a Great Depression. You're going to see what disrespecting finances does to this country. I was reading an article today about Venezuela. They got a new president, Argentina, new president, totally opposite from a socialist and a Marxist. Okay? And Latin America's third biggest economy has suffered decades of crisis under you ready. Interventional government big on welfare that, uh, that re- uh, resort to printing money for financial spending, fueling inflation while borrowing heavily on the default of the debt. It happened in Argentina in a horrible way. The people finally woke up, but they probably woke up too late. That's America coming. And people can get mad at me about saying that, but that you cannot, and the way Edwards and him walks out the door and puts something else, that, folks, that's not right. Not to mention all this new Green Deal craziness that's going on that's the biggest lie we've ever seen in the history of america that people are buying into and they need to quit buying into the lie of global warming and man-made global warming and get away from electrical cars and get away from carbon capture and get away from windmills and get away from solar panels run run they're not too much money involved too many people getting rich 
I'm just, I'm just telling you, when I picked this up, it was just so frustrating. I just thought about roads. Brandon, when you get money in, I guarantee you at your house, if I had a bet, three things that y'all got to do because I do them at our houses. If you got any bills, you got to pay your bills, of course. But yeah. first thing you're going to do is eat. <clears throat> yeah, of course. Okay. That's the first thing you're going to do. <clears throat> Second <throat> thing is you're going to make sure you have a house to live in. And you're going to make sure you got clothes on your back. Because you do those three things and everything else can come after. So those are the top three things you got to pay for. So when we get paid, Brandon, those are the first three things I make sure are taken care of. You know, if you got a house note, if you got, uh, you got to have clothes, you got to have food, you got to have diapers. If you got baby, I mean, you got to have all that stuff. You buy in Louisiana, we got to have roads. We got to have an economy. So we don't work on the roads. We don't work on the economy. We don't work on jobs. We just go right to we got to have government. That'd be like saying, well, Brandon, the first thing you like to pay every month is your uh, your uh, boat note. Yeah. And the second thing you like to pay for is the condo you got in Florida. That's your first two bills you paying. We're worried about eating lady. That's what Louisiana's done. We're worried about jobs and businesses and roads and health care and tort. We're worried about that later. We're going to take care of Joe and Bob and money bags and, and the greaser. We're going to take care of all the big money people. We're going to take care of those type people first. The Lee Mallets. Make sure they get first. We're worried about if we can eat later. That's what we've done in Louisiana. We haven't prioritized. We ain't worried about the roads. We ain't worried about the jobs. We don't worry about the kids leaving. No, no, no. We got projects in Morgan City and, and New Orleans and, and uh, Shreveport, Louisiana that are way more important than somebody actually living here and having a job and drive on good roads. That's what I'm saying. You look at the road, look at it. If I go to Brandon's house and there ain't no food in the pantry, and but Brandon, uh, he got brand new boat out there, and he got his house condo and deal, and he, well, I can't pay my bills, I can't. Well, what about the condo? Well, I'm paying that. Can you imagine? Mm -hmm. You're paying for your new brand new Ranger bass boat. You're paying for your condo, but you're not paying for your kids and your family to eat first. They're getting ready to comp. They're getting ready to take your house away, but you're gonna have the camp you can go live with. Your condo you can live in Florida because you're paying that first. That's what Louisiana's done. This is the good old boy network, mostly Democrats, but a lot of Republicans. That's what Bill Edwards is. Go find out his, his old uh, lawyer buddy that ran everything, Matthew Blockett. Filthy rich, all the money people making money. Edwards didn't fix anything. Edwards didn't fix roads. He didn't fix education. He didn't give a damn who leaves here. He's going to make his money. He's going to make his money with the Green New Deal. He got his money coming. Let's take a break. When we get back to election, <laughs> I didn't get the election yet, ever. Why you let me go off on a tangent when I want to do the election? Uh, it's your show, Moon. It's yeah. your show. <clears throat> Paris of Lafayette, we, in, we bees in trouble. Just my opinion. We'll be right back. A show that's not immune to facts. The Dan Bongino Show. I'm here on News Talk 96.5. KPEL.